Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, everybody. Hey, Jacqueline. Hi. So today is an exciting day. We are having our first guest on the Product Boss, and so I want to welcome Lauren Black of Bosscation. Lauren, welcome to the Product Boss Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. We're so excited for you to be here. So just bear with us because again, first interview, we can talk, but we'll just see how this one goes. Um, So Lauren, tell us where your creative journey began. So I have a degree in graphic design from the University of Florida and worked in corporate, did design work. And I started designing wedding invitations on the side after designing my own invitations And so I was in the product space to start with my own business and, you know, shipping out all of the invites and packaging them up. And then my regular graphic design work started picking up more and more. And it got to the point where I could leave my day job. And so my focus was on branding. My business was Legacy Loft. And so that was, I left my day job in 2015 and rebranded and kind of relaunched in April of 2016. And about a year into the graphic design business, I realized I was completely burning out with the one-on-one model. And it just wasn't suited for my personality. So I took a weekend away from my clients and the computer to just refocus and to dig into my personality, my strengths, what I wanted my life and my business to look like in the future, and how I could really serve people in the small business world. And that's when on this, you know, little vacation from my business, I came up with my new business, Bosscation, and which is a business retreat in a book to help people do the same exact thing that I did of just find clarity, get strategic and do it all physically in a planner on pen and paper so that you're away from your digital distractions. Um, I know Mina and I are in love with this because we try and do boscations on our own and having a planner to live by is just excellent because it, it really helps focus and keep us focused on whatever it is that we're we're working through. So in this episode, we're actually going to do a, a hybrid of having you do a little training for our listeners. And then we're going to go into a coaching session where you, I think you have a couple of things that you want to bring up. And then Mina and I will work through that with you, which is something that we do in our one-on-one coaching and in our masterminds. Um, so did you, I, we'd love for you to start and start telling us all about um, the Bosscation workbook. Yes. So I would love to share with your audience about strategic launching of the marketing side of launching. So I have, you know, my, all of my design positions in corporate world were for marketing departments. And so I really like to bring that into the small business world. So basically when you are marketing a new launch, 
you need to warm up your audience. You need them to be so excited and ready for when you hit that live button and you know post your product for sale that people purchase right away. So they need to know what your product is all about. They need to know where to find you and how to purchase. And then some sort of maybe scarcity to really encourage them to buy now, especially when you're just launching. So the first way to kind of approach this, the first thing to do is you really need to evaluate what your marketing goals are. So do you need to build up your audience? You know, some of you, if you're just starting or maybe you're selling a product that's a little different than the other products in your shop, then you need to make sure that there are people who are ready and willing to buy that product. And so that takes a different marketing strategy than someone who has thousands of followers already and just needs to publicize what their new product is. So looking at your audience, knowing whether they're a warm audience or a cold audience is the first step. And then also evaluating your pricing. So a high-end item is going to take a lot more trust with your audience than something that's super cheap and easy to just click purchase, no brainer. So with this, you need to look at, do I need to educate my audience on what this is? If it's something that's kind of new and different or unique, then you need to make sure people know exactly what it is. I love watching Shark Tank. It's one of my favorite business shows, actually my favorite show of like all time. And you know, a lot of times the entrepreneurs come with this product that they think is amazing and it probably is. But if the sharks don't understand right away how to use it or what it's for or how it works, then they usually can't land a deal. So you need to make that apparent in your marketing and how you communicate to your audience right from the start because otherwise people, their attention spans are so shallow, so quick that they'll just move on to the next thing. So, you know, look at how complex is your item and whether you need to educate them. Or sometimes you need to educate people on why they need this product because they may not realize that, you know, with Febreze, when they first put their product out there, people didn't realize that their house smelled because you get so nose blind to it. So they had to market themselves saying, okay, this is for the smells that you are nose blind to. And that is still their positioning today. So looking at how do you need to educate your audience on why they need your product. And you need to educate them on why are you different? Why should they buy from you? So what makes you unique? And some ways that you can go about this with education, obviously ads work. And then if you're more of a small boutique style business that has a very tight niche, then maybe you need to be blogging or doing videos to connect with your audience. Using social media, if you have an Instagram account, can you jump on Insta stories and give some behind the scenes, talk about your product, really connect with your audience. So the next thing is to look at another marketing goal that you might have is awareness. Now, if you have a lower priced item that a million people need and you just need to spread the word, awareness might be the number one marketing goal for you. So just looking at the ways to spread the word. So that could be social media, also ads, referral traffic. Can you offer a discount code for someone if they post an image to their Instagram account 
using your product and making sure that your packaging and the whole presentation of your product is making people want to spread the word and share for you. So the more that you can have your audience spreading the word for you, the less work it is for you and the less money for gaining new clients. And it just makes it all around a better, faster sale. And another one is maybe you just need traffic to your website. If you have another no-brainer purchase that you don't really need to educate your audience on, you don't need to gain their trust, it's already something that they need and they like, you know, a lot of clothing shops. People obviously wear clothes. Everybody's wearing clothes. <laughs> they all need clothes. So maybe you just need to drive that traffic. So you need to be sending people back to your website. So everything you post on your social media and everything that every blog post that you have, all of your emails need to be driving traffic back to your website. And so all of these are just the ways that you need to evaluate what's the most important thing for you and your business, because you could see other products that are doing various different marketing tactics, but they might not be what your business needs, your product needs. So if it is something that is a higher end product and you're trying to just drive thousands of people to your website, but it's going to take a little bit more trust for them to purchase this from you. They need to know that your brand is worthy of their purchase, that it's going to be reliable. So you need to find ways to show them that. So that could be through posting blog posts or videos and also testimonials, especially if it's something that's a new product coming out. Working with other influencers, people who blog in your industry, and sending them products for them to do an unboxing and to you know, do this big raving review. When you've got someone else that their audience trusts them, if you've got them standing behind your brand, then all of a sudden they're going to trust you and your brand as well. And if they see the product in action, you know, my husband just bought a drone and he watched so many drone videos on YouTube when he was prepping to buy his drone. He wanted to see reviews. He wanted to see the camera shots to make sure he was buying one with a good camera. He even showed me a comparison of, I didn't know which one was which, but he asked me, which video quality do you like better? And, you know, so these are really important factors when you need to have that trust and you need to show people, you know, your, your difference and how, great your product is and why they can rely on your product. And let me ask you a question. So what you're telling us, everything you're telling us is in your ultimate guide to launching, correct? So they have, it's broken down. My launch guide does have a breakdown of these different marketing tactics. So it'll show you, okay, if you, your goal is to educate, then here are a bunch of ways that you can educate. And then part of my guides, it is self-led, it's DIY. So people can dive in and take a look at, okay, what do I need? And they can look at this list and pick out what goals they need and then build out their marketing from there. So there is a whole marketing section for them to, you know, pick a goal. You could have a different goal each week. You could have a different goal for each piece of content you're producing. So your Instagram could be just all about, you know, showing off your product. And then you could use your blog to get on Pinterest to drive traffic. 
back to your audience. And you could have a YouTube channel builds that trust with your audience. So you could have a different marketing goal for each section. And that's what, yeah, the book does kind of walk you through that. So if we have a product entrepreneur that is thinking about launching a product, how could they use your launch guide? So one thing that I feel is unique to my guide is that it does cover a whole section on products. Um, I know a lot of people, there's so many service-based businesses out there and a lot of the materials that are out there kind of forget about products. But since I am a product-based business, then you know I wanted to make sure I included a planning section for your product. The other thing that it helps with is figuring out your upfront costs. Now, a lot of product-based businesses, you may realize your cost of, okay, how much does this physically, the item cost me? But what about the back end of things? You know, you want to make sure you're not forgetting about if you have an assistant that's helping you or the software that you're using for shipping and shipping prices themselves. So anything that goes into your website, your branding, your packaging, that is all something that you can plan out in this strategy guide. And then if they already have a product that they're launching, we were talking about marketing. So there's the marketing section, because I think when you're launching a product, it's hard to think you have to have marketing in mind, but there may not be anything to market just yet. And then when you have your product or you're launching a new product, you're in development, then there's the marketing guide. So as a an, an already developed product-based business, they could jump into... Tell us about how they could use your guides for that. So I do have a content planner that is all for your marketing for each quarter. And you kind of mentioned that sometimes you might not be launching something right away. It is still so important to keep up with your marketing all throughout the year because you want to keep that relationship going. You want people to not forget about you. You want to be top of mind for people and you want to prep your audience and warm them up for if you have something new coming and you don't want to be the one who disappears for three months and then suddenly you have a new product and you're shoving it down their throat. That's not the best way to build relationships with your customers. You need to constantly be in communication with them. Having newsletters go out, building your email list is so critical and nurturing that. So it's not just posting an email when you're ready to sell, but you're actually providing value. You know, there are ways to provide things. If you're a boutique, a clothing boutique, you might be sending out tips on fall fashion and spring fashion when it's, you know, those seasons. And you can be sending out guides on, you know, 15 ways to mix and match your closet and different ways to educate your clients kind of under the table. So there might be somebody who Maybe your product is cute stationery and pens and pencils, you know, talking about the psychology behind enjoying your workspace. And so it's warming them up to, oh, yeah, I want to love where I work. So I'm going to need a cute notebook and cute pens and, you know, all the accessories. So rather than just pushing sale, 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 all throughout the year, you should be educating building trust, entertaining, even, you know, sending out funny things that get your audience laughing and connecting with you. I mean, it depends on your audience's style. Obviously some businesses need to be more serious than others, but, um, you know, just keeping that connection with your clients is important. So by using your work workbook, um, preparing and marketing, what have you been able to implement, you know, using your own workbook that has helped best sell your product? Yeah. So I used to be very scattered when it came to 
my own blog posts and my content and never really knowing exactly what I wanted to be posting about. And so I would just come up with, you know, on a whim, okay, what type of, for my design business, I'd be like, oh, what, what do I want to talk about today? Oh, I'm going to talk about colors today. But I never really had a purpose and an intention for my content. And so now looking at using my, my own strategy guide that I built halfway to solve my own problems with the content planner, it helps you pick one kind of product or service that you are marketing that month or that week, and then build your content back from there. So, you know, starting off with, okay, this month I want to sell my content planner. So I need to start talking about content, why it's important to be strategic, share a few things about my strategies so that they get to know my style and get a little taste for what they'll be going through. And then also walking them through a funnel. So having a freebie, and I know a lot of product-based businesses struggle with the whole funnel because they have a product. They feel, oh, I, I can't give away a freebie because that would be costing me physical money to ship something out. But you can still have some sort of digital freebie that you offer to get people on your list to provide value and nurture. As I was mentioning, those you know, fall fashion guides and 15 ways to restyle your wardrobe. Think of ways that you can educate and provide something as a freebie. And then think about what will actually make people want to download this. And that's what you write your first blog post on. And then from there, you might have a smaller priced item to get people in the door. So going back to my boutique example, maybe you sell little girl dresses, but one smaller priced item, you could sell some hair bows. And when people buy that smaller priced item, kind of a no brainer, and it's super cute, they receive it in the mail. And if you have this great packaging and they had a wonderful experience on your website, they're going to want to come back for more. And so that's the way as a product-based business, you can really lead them to your higher priced items as you build that relationship and make them want to make your store, your shop, their go-to for whatever you're selling. Yeah, those are all great ideas. I think product-based businesses sometimes have trouble making offers that, like you said, are free. So we have a client we work with that does plus-size women's clothing. So she could have a download for... It depends on what she's promoting. Is she promoting weight loss? But that would take people out of the plus size range. Or is she promoting being your most beautiful self? So like cool Instagram selfies or some sort of self-esteem type download. And then that, like you're saying though, will, will get their email addresses and that's what gets them onto your list so that you can keep marketing and promoting to them and eventually getting them to purchase and buy your product. Yes, exactly. And your freebie that you offer doesn't even have to be something that's extra and bonus. A lot of people give away discount codes to get people on their email list with for product-based businesses works really well. But if you're not willing to give that discount code, you have that digital download, you have some video training you provide that is related to your product or service, or maybe it's a gift guide. There are ways that you can provide value without having to directly give a discount. And also for scarcity is a huge one, especially when you're first launching a product, you want people to buy now. 
And that discount that disappears, that is one way to provide scarcity, but you can also offer some sort of bonus. So maybe it is a digital bonus on top of when they purchase, or if you want to throw in an extra very small item, you know, I've seen before where you buy three headbands and you receive a pair of earrings. So there are ways that you can throw in that extra little piece. Yeah, I think a great idea is to um, show how a product is used. So if you're selling scarves, you want to show the different ways you can tie a scarf. Also, it serves as a great touch point for them to keep coming back to you for different other products. And then also nurturing, you know, they say to nurture even in your email sequence. So it's a way for you to offer freebies. Uh, What I do with my waterproof labels is I give away freebies for how to pack your baby for daycare, things like that. So checklists for my avatar. So my avatar is a busy mom that takes her child to daycare. So it's something like that where it really ties in to where they could buy your product, but also make their life a little bit easier in solving some more problems for them. Right, definitely. I think so, Lauren. Oh, I was going to ask, what's your most popular workbook out of your three? Definitely the Ultimate Launch Guide, mm-hmm. and that one was the first one that I created. So I did have a lot more beta testers for that and the testimonials to show. But I think it's something that a lot of people are always producing new ideas, new products, new services that they want to launch. And sometimes you may know how to launch. You may have launched tons of things before, but it can still be overwhelming to get through all the steps, make sure you're covering your bases, make sure that you've got your marketing plan and that you've written out exactly what you want for your freebies, what you want for your small price item to lead into that with your funnel. And also just knowing your budget, knowing your timeline of when it's feasible for you to launch making sure that you're not pushing things to the point where if you don't have your product ready in hand to ship on the day that you promised, that's a problem. So mapping that all out and all of your action steps of what needs to be done before you launch. So tell us about the ultimate bosscation. So if I were to download or not download, if I were to buy your book or your workbook, what what would be the ultimate thing I could do with it? Where should I go? What should I do? Tell me about my experience. Well, it's totally up to each individual and where you work best. So some people, they feel that they can't really get away. And so for them, they just need to send their husband and kids off to grandma's for the week so that they can work from home. I think ideally, it would be awesome to get fully away in a space that really establishes your creativity and influences that. So for me, nature is my place. I know one person took a boscation to the mountains and found this cute little cabin in the mountains, secluded away from anything. She barely even had Wi-Fi, and that was her way of breaking free. So I like to go to the beach with my boscation guides or sit in the hammock in my backyard, surrounded by trees and nature. And it, it just depends on you. I think spending a few days away is ideal because you can take breaks for self-care. And the guides are intense. They really are. They're 90 to 120 pages of intense working. You've got questions and exercises. It's not too much reading. It's all thinking and planning and brainstorming. So having those brain breaks and times to just relax is good and time to think things over because sometimes when you're making decisions, you need a little time to let it marinate. And then if you are planning, a, let's say your content and marketing 
classification and you want to go through the content planner, perhaps you want to add in a few extra days to actually write out your content because it, it walks you through and you get an outline by the end, but you don't actually write your whole blog posts or your social media captions in the book. So leaving extra time to start implementing would be perfect classification. So Lauren, I'm curious, you went from service to product-based, like how has the journey been for you? Were there any like big surprises, things that you didn't um, intend for, things that you didn't expect, anything like that, any ahas for you? Yes. So I actually, when I was first planning Bosscation, it was going to be a business retreat in a box and I wanted it to have swag and self-care items so that people can take this box and feel like they're on a real retreat. And I had a lot of people pushing back and saying, oh, that's going to be so much work to have products. And I didn't want to listen to them. And then I found out I was pregnant right before launching. And I had 25 boxes in stock. And so I decided to make those a launch bonus for the first 25 people to purchase a guide. Because I realized that I was in over my head with the inventory. And this is what I would love to get some coaching from you guys on was just sourcing and inventory. It was more that I hadn't really dealt with that before because with the wedding invites, when I did that, I just had the printers and they would send me my prints of the wedding invites and I just package it and send it out. But now I was dealing with different quantities. I wanted to include bath bombs and these cute pineapple wine stoppers and pencils and notebooks So there were so many products going into this box, plus the box itself. Um, And some of them, the minimum quantity to get the price break was 500. Some of them, it was 200. And for me to track all of that was overwhelming. So I just ditched the box part and decided to focus on just the physical strategy guides when I launched knowing that I, yeah, I'm pregnant, have a baby coming, didn't want to be dealing with a living room filled with bath bombs and not knowing how to source to make it profitable. So have you been able to, how's it been going? How have your sales been going? If you don't mind sharing, have they really ramped up? Have they kind of, um, are you still in that beta part or how's it been going? Well, I had a lot of sales on lunch week. And then from there, I kind of stopped marketing too much because I had put so much time and effort into the launch And then it hit Christmas time and I was in my first trimester and was just so drained and not feeling well with the pregnancy. And I didn't have my content plan. I hadn't gone through my own content planner. So I I didn't want to start making content and marketing without a plan. So things have been a little slower since launching. And that was kind of to be expected. I know that these guides will be a very heavy word of mouth product as people go through them. So I think people are just now starting to take those boscations. They, I had pre-ordered that all my, my launch was a pre-order. So they didn't receive theirs until the beginning of the year. So it's been just about a month and a few days since people have actually received their uh, the first round of the Boscation guides. And then um, tell us a little bit about your process. Like, are you manufacturing these yourself? Are you shipping them out yourself completely? Are you, um, how did you, how's your process? So I have a printer that I use that I outsource the printing to. And so I keep 
certain amount in stock in my office closet. And then I have a Squarespace website and that is where people place their orders. And I use pirate ship for shipping. I know that there was um, ShipStation, I think connects with Squarespace so that it automatically takes your addresses. But I found that I wasn't quite bringing in enough orders to justify the price of ShipStation at this point. So I switched to pirate ship, which is cheaper shipping and it's free to use. So I have to manually enter either a spreadsheet or each individual order when I go to ship it. And then I package it in-house, set, set it up with USPS for a pickup, and then it mails out. And I try to package everything and ship. Like I got an order this morning that I already have ready to ship out tomorrow and scheduled with USPS. Okay, great. It sounds like you're doing awesome. You have a lot of like automations and everything in there. Jacqueline, do we want to move into like the coaching aspect of it? Um, do you have any other questions you want to ask before we hop into that? Well, I guess my question is, is just before we jump into that, you're, when you were thinking about doing the subscription box versus niching down and really focusing on the product that you created. So it's, it's a product that you're an expert at and you've created and is amazing, by the way. Like... I need to get all three. Kamina and I are having our own vacation next week where we're meeting up. When you've, you've made that choice and you've launched your product, so how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it was the right decision? Do you still feel like you want to eventually grow it into subscription boxes? Could you just share with our listeners sort of... Because we're all stuck between decisions. So how do you feel about that? I definitely get stuck on decisions too. I'm an ideas person and I had, when I decided on Boscation, I had about 15 different ideas I could have pursued and chose Boscation. I knew that at one point I was building three businesses at once when I had Boscation started and knew I needed to pick one and focus. And for me, the strategy guides, I know that it's kind of my secret sauce. It's my strength of creating these guides and so that part for me was definitely a no-brainer. I would hands down do it again anytime. And I love that today I had an order of three Boscation guides come in and I didn't even, I have no idea where the person came from. I need to get better about tracking that. But I didn't have to go do the sale and I didn't have to, I haven't even been marketing much. So for me versus my design business where everything was one-on-one, -on -one. every dollar I made depended on an hour that I worked. And then I had to, half my time was spent marketing so I could actually fill up my calendar. Whereas I feel with the product-based business, it is a little more behind the scenes. I don't have to be the face of my business. I can have content and blog posts that are pinned all over Pinterest, driving that traffic. And it is a lower priced item than my branding that was you know, $2,500 for a brand suite, that takes a lot of trust and connection with your audience. Whereas an $87 strategy guide, people feel comfortable seeing it and then purchasing right there. And so for me, that's been important. I do have plans of connecting with other business owners. So I've already had clients tell me that some of their clients need strategy before they will work with them and they don't offer strategy. So they refer them to my strategy guides and have their clients get the clarity they need, get the strategy they need, have a plan in place, and then come back to them for whatever their needs are, whether it's copywriting or design or launch help. So working with those people and having partnerships with others will be, I think, a really great thing for both parties because then their clients are getting the strategy at an affordable price without working with a coach that'll 
costs them $3,000 to come up with that launch plan. And then I think the, the boxes with all the products would be a cool thing. The subscription box would be awesome to have. A lot of my clients have mentioned that they're sad that it's disappeared. And I've noticed that everybody used to do unboxing videos when they got the Boxcation box. And now when they just get the notebook, even though it's in a nice box, I haven't seen a single person do an Insta story or share on Instagram when they receive it. So it's not as exciting of, and it's, it won't go as viral, I think, without that special, you know, all the extra products and the, the fun things. I could see that. So let's get into our coaching session with you. What did you want to cover with us today? So since my kind of big caveat here and issue has been with sourcing, since I am new to the product space for the most part, besides back when with the wedding invites, I just needed to work with printers and that was it. But knowing where to even find the right products at good prices and wholesale and how to connect with people, that it's just overwhelming for me. And that's why I cut that part out. But I would like to be able to offer that back again at some point. So you want to be able to offer the subscription boxes or not the subscription boxes, but the Bosscation box again. Yeah. So Mina and I were talking about that because as a product-based biz and you're sort of treating yourself almost as a store, right? Because you have to purchase Mm -hmm. wholesale product and then you're reselling it. And so your margin is much smaller. One thing that we were thinking about was how would you feel about like an Amazon associate program? So instead of you having to source it, you can select on Amazon all of the items for each bosscation that you think they should take and you have it in its own... Mina, how does it work again? Is it just a... It's the page... Yeah. So we were thinking like basically a twofold associates or affiliate program for you. So the first fold would be you being the affiliate for Amazon. So the experiential side of it would be you having these product recommendations and showing them, hey, if you wanted this added on, because I think that you did a great job focusing and that is actually where you should be focusing. Like, I love that you did that. And I'm not sure about the experiential part. I think that's a specific customer. I think that people love unboxing, but I think that it should be an add-on. So hence the associates program. This is where you uh, recommend certain things on Amazon. Everything, you know, Amazon has everything. So you could, you know, recommend books, additional books that were, let's say that have to do with launching. And then you could also recommend bath bombs, certain candles, and they would buy it. And the other nice thing about that associates program is that when somebody puts something into their cart and um, they buy other stuff, let's say they bought a snowblower, you would get the income for that too, the referral fee. So that's really nice in that um, you're making additional income and you're offering that to them without any sort of, I mean, it's like super easy. You're literally, you know, there's one link it's to your storefront on Amazon, and then they have all your business recommendations on there. And you're not having to source anything. So sourcing is tough. It's hard because there's so many things, first of all, that don't come in the United States. A lot easier to source in China. And secondly, there is a minimum that you're hitting. And every product does not resonate with every customer. So this kind of is that. The other thing that Jacqueline and I were talking about is the other fold of that affiliate program would be where you recruit people to be affiliates for your workbook. So just like what you were saying, where it's like coaches, you know, I mean, 
Jacqueline, don't you think that'd be like dirt cheap if I got a content thing that I'm putting together? Sure, it's DIY, but courses are expensive, right? And so if I'm putting that together myself, $90 is like nothing, you know? So um, do you want to talk a little bit more about that, Jacqueline? Yeah. So connecting with, for example, us, the product bosses are my company designer consulting co-op. I work one-on-one with clients. So if I had the ability to be an affiliate of you and I could send and I could tell them, okay, go ahead. And this, I think this workbook would be great for you. Download it, do it for five days. I know that you offer consulting as add-on bonuses to your workbooks. And so they could work with you on this one-off process of working through it. And that would get them to the point that I needed them to be at to continue to work with them. Because there's, we could use, each of us could probably use 20 different consultants if we really wanted to become or have, work on expert parts of each part of our business. Question though, do you know about Amazon Associates program? No. And I, I would love to know more and hear about, is there a minimum you need to sell or do you have to have a certain number of followers before you can sign up for that? I'm going to be doing a little Mina series coming up where there's, there's three different ways you can get onboarded. The first way is just anybody. I've been calling my average Ted one because I have a friend named Ted. That would be wonderful for this. <laughs> the second one is um, influencer. You would probably hit that because you have a good amount of influencers. I hit it because um, for our little labels, I have 3,000 Twitter followers. Don't ask. Totally doesn't even matter. You can just get on there. And then the third way is local associates. That's what Jacqueline and I do for the product boss. And so we actually have our own storefront and we recommend you know, the mics that we're using and all that stuff. So super easy, no cost at all. And like I said, the best part is that you're getting that extra bit of referral fee it ranges from 4% to 10%. But when you're thinking about 10% of like a $100 thing, that's $10, right? <laughs> and you've had to do nothing but link it to your Amazon page. So the other thing I wanted to say is one thing I like to do, I travel a lot. So if you listen to this podcast, I live this by coastal life. My daughter did not sleep in a crib until she was six months old because we were on tour with my husband. So we got very good about ordering things. And one thing that we would order to everywhere we went were diapers because diapers take up so much space in your suitcase. So what I thought was fantastic for you for the Boscation concept is they could put together their own package off of Amazon and then ship it to wherever they're going. So if they are going to go to a cabin or a hotel or you know, even if it's at home, they can get it all shipped and it will get delivered. So they don't have to worry about packing it. They don't have to worry about getting it to their house first and, and getting it there. So it's taking out those steps that you would have to, you don't have to house this. You're going to have a baby so you're going to have toys everywhere and you can see the response. So people really start to dig this and they really start to, to buy into it. Then maybe that's the time for you to decide whether you're going to buy into your own product and ship it and invest into the packaging and the commitment that it will take for you to actually be shipping all this other product to people. Yeah. I love that idea. That is a perfect kind of solution and happy medium between me providing all of the experience items. And as you said, some people don't resonate with certain items. Some people might not use a bath bomb and others might be allergic to the popcorn that I put in there. So... Yeah. And so Mina, question though, um, I know that if they, okay, so let's say they put in the 10 items from Boscation and then they also decide they need that snowblower. Does it have to be in the same shopping cart or is it anything purchased from Amazon within 24 hours? I think it's in within 24 hours, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I, it was so funny because I wanted to confirm because Amazon changes its 
policies all the time. So I did send them an email asking if I bought, if somebody bought a book, so they just have to buy one thing. And also additionally bought a ladder, would I also make commission off that ladder? And she's like, yes, it's the entire purchase. So they have great customer service, by the way, for that section anyways. So yeah, you're making it the whole entire time from the cookie. There's a cookie that goes into that person's computer. I'm not very tech savvy. So somebody's rolling their eyes somewhere about my tech description here. But basically um, within 24 hours, whatever they buy on there, if they had that initial cookie from going through your link, you will get the referral fee for that, uh, whatever it is. But it depends on each category. Like if they're buying a snowblower, it might be less. If it's beauty, I know it's only like 4%. So anything like that. Also, you cannot refer your own product. So like for instance, I cannot refer Lola labels. Um, it's against their terms and conditions. So if you ever get your bosscation workbooks up there, you would not be able to refer those, for instance. We know somebody that I know somebody that was selling that had this Amazon affiliate link and then they somebody bought a like a swing set. So that's why we said the snowblower since both me and I are around snow right now. <laughs> but they they got the affiliate commission on a swing set plus whatever else they were selling. So that's awesome. It's it's more or less free money. And so that's that's something that we thought maybe for you to look into initially, especially since your hands are going to be quite full just between your Boscation workbooks and then having a new baby on the way. It's a good way to really test the market. Yeah. And seeing what people resonate with. Like when we were, Jack and I came up with maybe that one of the ways that you connect with your audience is to start doing a book club, for instance, and you could start um, other books that have to do with launching, for instance. So it could be one sheet out of your workbook. So you're not giving away the cow whatever that saying is, and then um, folding that into somebody else's book and saying, hey, you can recommend that book. And then, by the way, you should do your additional shopping on Amazon while you're on there buying that book, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's really smart. But it's super easy. So for the associates program, there's usually a storefront. And so you just are sending, like it would look like Amazon associate slash Lauren Black, for instance, or Bosscation. For the regular um, associates program, the average TED one that I was talking about, those are specific links that bloggers use to use. So it's a one product thingy. There's no storefronts, which is a little bit harder because you need a link for each product. And so I always recommend the other one, the influencer slash local one. So we can get more into that. And like I said, I'll be doing a Mina series. And if anyone is interested while they're listening to this, we do have it in our show notes. Every time we have our show notes up, we put our Amazon affiliate link and it's also in our in our emails. So if there's something that we mention, it makes it really easy for our listeners to purchase. Yes, we might make a little bit of extra money if that happens, but really it's also just an easy way. You're creating ease and effort for, or ease, less effort for your, <laughs> for your, um, for your customers. Yeah. And um, it's not costing your, your customer any additional you know, money, like they're not paying that to you. That's Amazon paying it, you know, so it costs them zero extra dollars extra. So it kind of, it's like a win, win, win. Jacqueline had this brilliant idea, which I really like. It's my favorite idea that we came up with today when we were talking about your product is to have a quarterly bosscation day. So building that into your calendar for your customers. So really making that like a holiday of sorts or building it in where you should be doing this quarterly. So you're getting them to work on something different every quarter and really set those goals, you know, for each quarter, maybe it could be content next quarter. You need a fourth workbook if this works out perfectly. (laughs) I have more in the works. (laughs) So based on sort of what we're saying, 
What other, do you have other questions or topics you'd like to cover? Well, I think you've done a great job giving me tons of ideas and things to look into with the Amazon. I know you mentioned that I could eventually sell my books on Amazon. Now, is that something I need to have it published in order to do, or how does that work? Can I just sell exactly as it is right now on Amazon? You can. You can have it shipped into warehouse and already printed. What I would recommend for you is having print on demand. Another amazing thing by Amazon is that they have this partner called Create Space. There is a different source that I will give to you off air or whatever, but you can have them printed. I'm not going to lie. Your workbooks are pretty expensive to be on Amazon though, but you might want to have a gateway gateway workbook. <laughs> gateway workbook. So then it's cost less, but it's a gives less and then it's printed on demand. So what happens is somebody orders that and it gets fulfilled by the printing partner of Amazon. You don't see it all, nothing. You do not fulfill it. You do not give customer services, customer service on it, nothing. But you just get a cut of it because you are the one who's offering it. So it's awesome. It's like having a, you know, it's getting rid of that inventory unstuck like what you were like what we said for the associates program because we like you know product-based entrepreneurs and this is what people don't really get from the down you know downloadable product is we actually have to develop and manufacture and actually sit on goods and that's a little bit stressful especially when you're pre-ordering because we have to hit minimums so sometimes you know there's there's ways around it sort of what Mina's discussing the print on demand idea and so that might be a way for you to test a product or to do a smaller entry-level item to the Amazon shopper, which then could lead them within your book. You have it printed, you know, check out more of this. Because honestly, as we've talked about it, sometimes people don't have that three, four, five days to, to put into it. So if you've got little kids or you really have a business that's really busy, it might be that you get a day and a half. So what is there, what is there something that's like a, like a quick boscation that they can take or something they can work through or just a, a check-in. So we talk a lot about just quarterly check-ins or Mina talked about her tax day. So on the 15th, every month, she has this day that she personally checks in and then she checks in on some statistics for our business. So maybe there's that, we were talking about the quarterly aspects. So maybe the quarterly boscation mini book is something that they could buy a smaller workbook to work through, or maybe it's a specific launch, like one specific, you know, your marketing component pulled out of it. And then that would be easier to buy on Amazon and you don't have to do anything. Just design it, upload it, make money. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good. <laughs> Take care of your baby is what yeah. Is yeah. you won't be getting to sit back. <laughs> um, so yeah, like having, I like to call them baby sister. Um, Cause I, since I have two girls, baby sister products. So like if it's just that little mini and then there's the bigger one, that's like the upsell. So in marketing talk, that would be the, you know, the entry, the gateway in the downsell. And then there'd be the, the bigger upsell product. So you're, workbook would be your upsell in the funnel. Right. Yeah. And so then it also gives them a way to kind of work with you already. Like it might be just like, you know how you have your content one, it could be a specific like Instagram one or social media one or something. So you're able to do that. Another part of that would be, um, so there's the print on demand, but there's also the Kindle um, electronic 
electronic books. What are those called? Ebooks. <laughs> I don't know my brain. Ebooks on Amazon where they, um, you could be selling them for like 99 cents, something really, really cheap. So then you're just, you're using it as a free funnel, you know, like it could be free and then you're giving it away. They have certain free days, things like that, where you're giving away some knowledge, maybe some launch tactics, and then you're giving, um, but it has to be a certain amount, like it has to be 10,000 words. Like this can't be like, you know, a blog post or something like that. And you have to give real value and real content. So then they're able to refocus that buying power and be like, I want more of this. I want a real bosscation instead of a mini staycation, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I love all these ideas. These are great. And I think they'd be easy for me to implement and it really would lead people towards that bigger offer. So I don't know if Jack or um, if Jacqueline and I had mentioned that my background is a graphic designer too, and yeah, my biggest hidden talent I feel like like it helps me so much in figuring out all my packaging and doing all this stuff on Amazon because I was able to execute faster than the regular person that had to hire a graphic designer. So utilize that as much as you can. Like that is your secret little talent that will kind of help you push into these other areas. Definitely. It already, with designing these guides, I mean, the first one I was making, I redid the pages so many times that if I had hired that out, I would have spent so much money. It's yep, true. Sure. I'm doing that right now, redoing my website. <laughs> Every time she makes a change, invoice. Even though I have, I'm also, I'm a fashion designer, so I have a design background and I know how to use Photoshop and Illustrator, but it wasn't what I did every day. And so it's much easier for me to quickly draw something, but to sit there on you know, illustrator and design all that. It's not where it's not my secret power. So that's something I do hire out now. And that's why I think Mina and I have made a really great team because she can, we're both creatives and then she could quickly implement. So there are ways for you. There's so many things that you can do now, especially being a graphic, um, like from the design background without having to ever make another product in your life. So you know, there's, there's this print on demand idea where if you wanted to make Boscation mugs, you could, and that would just ship directly to them or a little water bottle. You know, there's certain things that there you can get your graphics printed on and you don't have to produce and yeah. And hold the inventory for sure. So do we, I hope we gave you a million ideas, but also did not overwhelm you. (laughs) I hope you're not feeling overwhelmed. Um, I think the point is that we want to help alleviate some of that stress because you have a baby on the way and that is never easy, especially for your first kid. So and you also won't get that time back. So as as much of a cloud as you will be in for 12 weeks, it's you tr- try and hold on to it. So what's wonderful about your business right now is that you're sitting on product. So really that just needs to be shipped when orders come in and hopefully you have help there. And anything else, if you can get that going before the baby does come, you just sit down and take care of your baby and look at your phone and watch the orders roll in. Yes, which is why I was so excited to get this new business launched before having the baby so that I can be in that position. Whereas my one-on-one service-based business was all just time, time, time. Yes. So I have a few fun questions that we like to ask our guests before we, we end our interview. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So what is your coffee order? Oh, so I actually, even before pregnancy, I do not drink caffeine. Ah, but I am an avid hot chocolate drinker. So my favorite at Starbucks is their white hot chocolate, which is to die for. Whipped cream or no whipped cream? Depends on how many calories I've consumed that day. (laughs) 
And if I can afford the calories, then definitely whipped cream. If you can see Lauren, she is gorgeous and pregnant. So that makes sense. You can Um, afford the calories. That baby, you know, that baby boy wants some of that whipped cream. (laughs) What is um, your favorite thing on your desk? Oh, I just got this Lily Pulitzer mouse pad. So cute. I had been using the same mouse pad since college, which was a gator basketball, you know, round basketball mouse pad. And it clashed with everything in my very curated office. And so I'm really excited about this new, it's very, it goes on brand with Boscation and yeah, super cute, totally my style. So that's my favorite thing in my desk. And just to tell our listeners, since they can't see it, it's really cute. It's hot pink um, with a pineapple, like a large pineapple looks sort of painted. So much fun where you look down at your mouse and you're like, I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finish this sentence. When I pick up my phone, I love to catch up on whoever's calling. Ah, okay. So you, so what do you wish you knew how, oh no, sorry. Let's start this over. You wish <laughs> you knew how to blank. Oh, this could be anything. Anything. You know, I really wish I knew how to sing. Oh. Yeah, I'm horrible. I like shatter glass. <laughs> my husband's a professional singer and my children tell him to stop singing. Like my husband this morning had to say, listen, it's not nice. <laughs> you told me not to <laughs> sing. So don't worry. Okay. What was the last show that you binged watched? Probably Parks and Rec. Oh, fun. We've been really into that lately. And then what should the title on your business card actually say? Oh, Organized Chaos creator. Awesome. And then last question, if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice before launching your business, what would it be? I should have started with products sooner. Oh, that's a good way to end the product boss episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, product entrepreneurs. Well, Lauren, it has been amazing speaking with you today. And can you share with our listeners how they can connect with you and where they can find your bosscation planners? Yes. So I'm at bosscation.com. And if you'd like to find all of my social links, you can find it all at bosscation.com slash social. Because I am on Instagram at bosscation, but on Facebook, I'm LB creative strategist. That's my initials. So Awesome. So everyone head to bosscation.com. It's B-O-S-S-C-A-T-I-O-N.com. So thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Product Boss Podcast, and we will chat with you all next week. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. This episode was brought to you by our mastermind, Multi-Stream Machine. Multi-Stream Machine is our 12-week program that takes the high-level knowledge of two product-based experts, myself and Jacqueline, combined with all the inspiration, accountability, and magic of a peer mastermind. We coach the hot seats through their struggles, facilitate the advice of all their fellow product-based masterminders, and help to focus everyone on more sales. Believe me, it's not only business changing, it's life changing. And we want you to be a part of it. Go to www.theproductboss.com mastermind to learn more or to apply now.